0: Welcome to Episodes of Television, I'm your host Donald, and joining me on this lovely podcast is my friend Jesse. Howdy. (laughs) (laughs) It took a lot of convincing to get you on, didn't it?
1: It sure did.
0: (laughs) I mean, you had to sit through two movies, and you have to sit here and talk to me now?
1: I know, it was so painstaking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At, At least you had fun watching the movies, right?
1: That yeah, was, right. was right, it was a good refresher course on my childhood.
0: <laughs> you know, watching these growing up, like I was like, yeah, it's a fun little movie, but I never really got into it. Then when I got older, I rewatched them, and I really enjoyed them. I don't know if you were the same way. <laughs> well, I caught a whole lot more as an adult. <laughs>
2: I know, right? <laughs>
0: Well, for those listeners who are wondering what movies we're talking about, we're talking about the classic holiday movies, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, starring Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern as the main three. Then you have the parents and siblings and Uncle Frank. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of Uncle Frank as a character?
2: Oh. Uh, I'm not.
1: Words cannot describe how I feel about Uncle Frank as a character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to let you know, I I caught you clacking your keyboard.
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> you sure sure did, because my, ma- my mind totally froze the moment you asked me that question, because yeah. my- <laughs> the only people I'm thinking of are the uh,
2: <laughs>
1: a few of the little actors that i seen just a moment ago, and Uncle Frank, for some reason, was not registering into my head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never That's liked- the one that was in the shower, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, Uncle Frank, he is quite the character. <laughs> I I never
0: liked him. I honestly never have. And I really liked in the second one when Kevin's like, Mr. Cheapskate, like in front of everyone, the mom's mouth is like about to drop. Like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I just love that someone like called him on that crap.
1: Absolutely. I was kind of. I was just disturbed at his physical presence inside the shower.
0: <laughs> um, I was reading that there is a lost, a lost scene from Home Alone Two, where they're waiting at the airport to fly from Florida to New York, and Frank is like being a dick, saying that Kevin ruins everything. And the parents actually stand up for Kevin. But no one's like ever seen it. And it's like gone. Like. So I don't know if it's true. That scene exists. Or if
1: it doesn't. But I. I don't know I, why they would have that on there. That would kind of defeat the purpose of that. Of the. The way they treat him anyways wouldn't it.
0: You know he gets treated a lot differently. In the second movie.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like they tormented him then too.
0: <laughs> okay so like okay so I'm, I'm gonna give a couple since we're getting into it, i'll give a couple quick summaries uh home alone one family goes to france and there's a power outage they leave the youngest child at home alone by mistake and there's two burglars try to break in the house to steal stuff and then insanity ensues and the second one family goes on a trip to florida kevin gets on the wrong plane goes to new york Then the family has to go to New York to go find him, and he runs into the same bumbling crooks in New York (laughs) and has to let insanity ensue again. But in the first movie, like, they treat him so bad. Oh, you don't know how to pack a suitcase? Well, you're a retard. Like, what? (laughs) Like, he's never done it, and yet he has to be shown how to do something or have someone there making sure he's doing it right. So, I don't see like, uh, yeah. why, well, I don't understand
1: why everyone's like, you're incompetent. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he, children are incompetent <laughs> at that age, and if they're not trying to, to do anything, well, kind of explains the whole scenario for him. But
0: here, <laughs> here, Here's the thing, though. He's... He's asking, how do I do this? What do I do? And they're like, oh, you're just an idiot and you're incompetent.
1: So what are you good at making traps? <laughs> <laughs> Even I couldn't have thought of some of those things.
0: <laughs> I know. Like when I, was a, when I was growing up, I never thought of stuff like that. Like heat, heat the doorknob up. So you can't open the door blow a torch by the back door. Like, I never thought of that.
1: <laughs> well, but, how does access to such adult <laughs> equipment? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, one thing that,
0: you know, I really never thought about until I watched, uh, I just watched him back to back. And one thing I never really thought about was at the very beginning, Joe Pesci's dressed up as a cop standing in the house, but everyone's ignoring him. Who let him in the house?
1: That's how oblivious that family was. There was too, <laughs> there was too much going on. Did, and at the, when I was a kid, I didn't even think about that cop being them. The, those crazy duo. <laughs> and then when well, I was, <laughs> as I was older, I was like, oh my gosh. He revealed himself in the beginning and I didn't even think about it.
0: <laughs> uh, it. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, did someone let him in the house or did he just walk in and everyone's ignoring him?
1: Pretty sure he just walked in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did love his line um, It's a fancy orphanage <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean you might as well call it that
0: Then um, Kevin He's being you know Oh you're incompetent you're an idiot uh, One one uh, in- Insult I never understood Was uh, The red headed brother Calls him cheek face
1: there was nothing unusual about the child's cheeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: like what kind of hey cheek face? Yeah, my face I mean, has like cheeks. That- <laughs> um, but I did like when Kevin got like he was so fed up. He's, he yells, I wrote this down. When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone.
1: <laughs> I can totally relate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, he's going to get married and just live in his house with him and his wife, or is he going to, like, kick her out?
1: He's <laughs> probably going get married to himself. I mean, that's what I plan on doing. I mean, I'm already halfway there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, still in the a, you're still in the getting to know yourself phase, right? Absolutely. It's probably going to take the
1: rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, got
0: this. we see there's already animosity between Buzz and Kevin. <laughs> he, he wouldn't let Kevin sleep in his room if he was growing on Buzz's ass. So, does that mean Buzz would sleep at the door and hang his ass out the door? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a sight to behold, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, one thing tha- going- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. One thing that doesn't make any sense to me was after um, Buzz is being addicted, to Kevin... He looks up and he goes, "Oh, old man Marley." They go to the window, and the fucking blinds are drawn. Like, does so he have X-ray vision? And when they get there, the dude is walking from his house down, so he's not even like visible right there. They had to actually like look for him.
1: <laughs> hey, they did what they could. they did the best they could with the acting back in the day.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, at least have the window open. <laughs> Because <laughs> literally, he's like, oh, it's my cue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that old man was creepy.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, especially in the store.
1: had <laughs> that bloody hand. <laughs> just,
0: bam, just stares at Kevin instead of being like, hey, I'm your neighbor. Like, no, I'm just going to stare at you like I'm a serial killer.
1: <laughs> and of course, Kevin's like, oh, perfect opportunity to steal some merchandise from the store. <laughs> <laughs> the, sad, the sad part
0: about that that wasn't even his intent
1: and, uh, <laughs> he
0: just wouldn't know if it was approved by the dental association
1: and everyone else was like focused on him stealing i like not even realizing that he is scared to death <laughs>
0: right now I, I wonder how much different that scene would have been had he just you know dropped the toothbrush and just backed out of the store slowly
1: I'll bet it would have switched over to the man creeping the kid out, and he would have gotten in trouble. But since he decided to run out with the stuff, that's where it ha- they focused totally on the goods being stolen instead of the right. man creeping him out.
0: <laughs> right. But, I mean, uh, the old lady, she seems, she seems like a sweet old lady, and Herb, his name's Herb, he knows about toothbrushes. Uh, they would have seen, like, okay, this kid is backing up, he dropped his toothbrush, he is frightened, like... That interaction would have been so much different between the the two behind the counter and Kevin instead of just yelling, "Jimmy, get that boy
1: <laughs> Oh Jimmy,
0: <laughs> give us back our ninety cent toothbrush
1: <laughs> We don't even know to this day if that toothbrush was approved by the Dental association
0: and that is the real travesty of this movie. <laughs> Um, uh, back at the house, uh, still in the beginning, um, the pizza guy comes up, he's driving erratically, so he gets the pizza there in 20 minutes, I'm assuming, and, uh, Frank takes the pizza, and everyone goes around, and then finally, uh, Mr. McAllister, Peter, He comes down he talks to the pizza guy he talks to the cop and then buzz drags him in the kitchen and they're all sitting around getting pizza getting drinks and the pizza guy and the cop are just standing at the front door did you notice like they didn't do anything they're just like standing there and then they don't even get taken care of until after the fight in the kitchen like I'm th- there was a ruckus. If he was a real cop, he would've been like, "Hey, is everything okay in here?" <laughs> he was just snooping around, acquiring
1: all his intel. <laughs> <laughs> and they willingly gave him the intel, intel on the whole house and how it works. Yeah. Uh, security and, parameters and everything. <laughs> and you
0: can't blame him. I mean, that's what he does and
1: he was able to fool them. I don't think we ever had cops just roaming door-to-door asking about your security systems. That, maybe that's what happens in the big cities, but around here where I live, <laughs> I've, you'd still be in trouble.
0: I've never experienced that.
1: I've never <laughs> heard of that. I feel like that's not what they do. <laughs> no. So the fact that that was a red flag right there, but they were so distracted <laughs> by the animals in the house that they couldn't figure out what he was doing (laughs) right
0: oh man we're just getting started too uh they you know they have the fight and uh buzz ate kevin's pizza uh kevin got mad pushed him started this whole kerfuffle when they're cleaning up uh they're cleaning up the table where all this like soda and stuff spilled and they threw Kevin's passport, or his playing ticket, in the trash.
2: <laughs> it,
0: it took me forever to realize that. Um, but um, Frank calls him a jerk. Uh, the redheaded brother calls him a disease. And I'm like, um, where are the parents at? They should be like, hey, that's, that's a step over the line. <laughs> Kevin's the one in trouble for everything. Like, he gets treated so poorly in the beginning of this. You could almost call like, CPS or the
1: cops for neglect on Kevin. But I feel like there's a backstory to this Kevin. Like, he sounds like even before this movie was even a movie that he calls trouble all the time. Yeah. So most likely, <laughs> they have rhyme and reason for why they're doing this to him. <laughs> the the bad part is they don't
0: tell us that the, like the worst thing he did was he messed around with a hot glue gun and new fishing hooks to make ornaments because <laughs> he couldn't use the old ones they had dried fish guts on them like that's the worst we've heard of him doing but he's a disease and he's a jerk And
1: <laughs> man I wish that was the worst I was called
0: right <laughs> <laughs> I did love the interaction between him and the mom when they're at the stairs. She's like, get upstairs. I am upstairs. (laughs) Dummy. (laughs) I
1: I love that line. (laughs) She was at wit's end.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then as soon as it's, Oh, you're going to the third floor. And then he weaseled out of, um, not sleeping with the cousin that, that wets the bed fuller. Um, That was, like, really the setup for the premise of the whole movie. Because if they had the other kid up there, they would have had to have went and woken both kids up. Even in the insanity that ensued the following morning. But since he's (laughs) upstairs alone, and they're in a hurry, they forget poor little Kevin, who's incompetent and retarded and helpless.
1: (laughs) But hey, he wished for this to happen.
0: Yes, he did. That's a, that's a smart wish sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you're at that point where you're just like, okay, I need a break from everything for like a solid week. <laughs> Power outage in the middle of the night. So they get woken up by the doorbell at eight, at eight, which was the time they were to leave. Now there's 15 people in the house. They all have to get ready. Then they have to get to the airport, get through international security, which takes longer and get to the um, the gate. And they do all that within the amount of time. They don't tell us what time the flight leaves. They just say they have to leave the house at 8. <laughs> <laughs> Frank was right. When he, he's like, realistically, we'll never make this. He is absolutely right. Nowadays, just doing a, a standard like city-to-city flight, they want you there like two hours early. International, I've read three to four hours to get through security and everything. There is no way they got 15, well, 14 people through security and to the gate in that amount of time. And they're all running through the airport and they're <laughs> constantly looking back.
1: So, I'm like... They're always running to that airport. <laughs>
0: I'm like okay so you see a large pack of people running through an airport and they're looking behind them I'd be like
1: should we call the cops <laughs> I mean I can't remember actually I don't have any experience with how airports was back in that time
2: <laughs> right
1: like maybe they weren't nearly as tight in security as they are today well I guess they. I doubt they were so maybe it didn't take nearly as long to get through these security checkpoints like it does now. <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs> the, next, the next note I have is, um, you know, after Kevin realizes he's alone, um, he wants to sled down the stairs.
1: That just doesn't sound pleasant to me. <laughs> if
0: Okay, you, we see from the camera angle that you have the stairs and the door is off this way to the side. So if he went down the stairs, he'd have crashed into that wall. he had had to have went down at an angle to hit the door.
1: Hey, you know how he is with his destruction? He's the mastermind.
2: Oh, yeah. He knows how to work
1: everything. Every scenario he can work, it's all played in his head.
0: He, he put yeah. wheels on the sled so it steers right to the door.
1: Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing gets damaged when he goes down the steps. The steps don't even scratch. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't make any bloody sense.
0: I love these movies, but there are just parts of it that just don't make any sense at all. <laughs> like the tarantula? <laughs> He climbs on the shelves, and they all break, and the tarantula gets free, and then he's just like going around the house watching Kevin.
1: <laughs> I hate spiders, and I hated that scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the scene where he put him on the burglar's face? Uh, Marv? Uh, he actually refused to do that scene. And then they they actually somehow convinced him to do it. By saying like tarantulas aren't poisonous or um, like it wouldn't hurt him or something. Then he finally did it. But he refused, outright refused to do that scene.
1: He's, oh, like, I so <laughs>
0: he's like, no, you're not putting a spider on my face. You can hit me in the face with a paint can. You can have me step on a nail. You're not putting a spider on my face.
1: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It it was a big spider, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have had a panic attack. I'm like, you're gonna to put me out for this scene <laughs>
0: <laughs> just 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 give me some anesthetic, and we'll be fine. <laughs> just c g i the spider on your face, then you pass out, then they just put the real one there on the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know if CGI was that great back in the day. I don't, I, no. That was a legit spider that was on his face, right? Yes. Because I was like, that was real. It, was, it couldn't have been a CGI yet.
0: <laughs> um, I the other night I watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie from '95 or '96, something like that. And oh my god, it was so bad with the CGI. <laughs> you know those like cheap made-for-TV sci-fi movies? Oh yes. It was like that level CGI.
1: Mm.
0: It it was really bad. And every time, like off off subject, um, anytime one of them like took like a hard hit, they flew backward, like they were on like a zipline or something. Like, saying, yeah. <laughs> I was like, so every time they get hit, they fly across the screen, but every time they hit something, it just stands there and takes it. I
1: like the fact that there's sparks when you hit them. I think that's like, because. Why is there sparks? <laughs> I think that's because of the suit. It doesn't look like it's made of any kind of metal. <laughs> it looks like it's spandex. Spandex don't spark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe it's got like a metal alloy under it.
1: <laughs> we will we'll never know that mystery either. <laughs> it was never talked about.
0: Call, call that Sabin guy. Okay, back to Home Alone. <laughs> we can save Power Rangers for another day. <laughs> God, we are such 90s kids.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I Not too long ago, I literally read a comic of the Power Rangers meets the Ninja Turtles, and I loved it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one.
0: Um, the Green Ranger went to New York to help somebody and he infiltrated the foot clan and then the power ranger showed up and then shredder and Rita teamed up to get rid of the turtles and the power rangers. It was really weird, <laughs> but it was only done in comic. Well, what I read was only done as a comic, but they have met on TV shows before. Oh, to some not very well done episodes from what I've heard.
1: That doesn't surprise me
0: at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all this time, they're on the plane to, to uh, France. <laughs> What's the mom's name, Kate? Was that her name?
1: Uh, uh, I think let me let me just Here. refresh my memory. It's horrible.
0: That is not IMDb. She, yes, yeah, she played Kate. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, she has the realization <coughs> they left Kevin. And while Peter um, and Frank's wife, whatever her name is, they're trying to comfort her and get her to calm down. Frank's like, well, if it makes you feel better, I left my reading glasses. <laughs> he he equivalents his nephew to a pair of glasses. Like, I love the look they all give, and they're like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) But when they get to to the airport in France, they basically kick a woman off of her payphone and then put an American coin in a European payphone. (laughs) Calls the
2: cops.
0: (laughs) Calls the cops, and she says, oh, phone lines are a mess. And everybody else calls all the neighbors. I thought all the phone lines were a mess. Why didn't they, you know, at least try to call the house?
1: I mean <laughs> Common sense flew out the window in this movie.
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> Well, I mean that that's what the guy said uh when they were getting the shuttles, they're like He's like, uh, hey, we got the power on, but phone lines are a mess. It might be after the holidays. But everyone else on the street has a working phone. <laughs> and then, I, I then then we even find out we even find out later, near the end of the movie, their phone works.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't they is, try like, to call
0: their the own phone. house?
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's not like they were on a different grid like we have these days. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is why we don't use landlines anymore. <laughs>
0: this this movie just makes my head hurt sometimes,
1: man. <laughs> Magic of comedy. It doesn't have any boundaries. Um, They get a hold of the
0: police and after a bunch of back and forth <coughs> with the police... Uh, they manage to send a policeman to the house, but all he does is knock on the door. He doesn't even announce himself. He knocks on the door, he's like, yeah, there's no one home. (laughs) Usually when police go to a house, they announce that they're
1: there. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I would expect them to, otherwise it's suspicious.
0: (laughs) Because, I mean, that could have, like, for... For the kids, like, sanity. Could have been like, oh, yeah, one of your cops was here the other day, like, checking on our, like, lighting systems and shit. <laughs> like, that would have been like a huge flag to the officer. <laughs> but, I mean, we we have to have the movie play itself out. Kevin, at some point, uh, picks up on Marv and Harry, the the bumbling burglars. He he recognizes the, the the sparkle from the gold tooth. <laughs> so he sets up a bunch of mannequins. Well, where the hell did those mannequins come from? Are they just like storing them in an the attic? <laughs> Beats me. <laughs> I re- I read something, and it said that, uh, the dad Peter was some kind of like important businessman so he made a lot of money and that Kate was some kind of like big fashion designer so that's why she had all these mannequins but i don't know how true that is
1: i mean they lived really ravishing lives <laughs> yeah so, so i bet those mannequins were down in the basement wasn't there a creepy scene down in the basement he was having uh yeah he was afraid of the furnace the furnace yeah but those mannequins were down there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I would be more creeped out by the mannequins than the furnace. Right. Or me.
0: <laughs> Just go down there, you see a shadow of like a person, and you're like, what the hell is that? Oh, it's it's the mannequin again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> now this was something that really like confused me was at the beginning the pizza guy goes there and he sees it's a full house and all this nonsense. But the next night he goes back. Oh, that that's another thing. If the phones don't work, how did he call the pizza guy?
1: I just not thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think through this. So I'm like, yeah, that power did go out before that. Um, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> But anyway, the, the second
0: night, the pizza guy gets there, goes around to the ha- back of the house, and he only gets a twenty cent tip. And, <laughs> uh, then he, Kevin plays the Angels with Filthy Souls movie, and scares the hell out of the pizza guy. Like, okay, you just heard someone like yell at you, and they're like, "I got a gun," and they're firing it. Like, wouldn't he be like, "I should call the cops"?
1: Well, my first response would be to run, <laughs> right? But after then you get to safety,
0: <laughs> after you get to safety, you're like, okay, something was definitely wrong there.
1: So my this is the part about that one. I did he actually pay for that pizza? I feel like he didn't because yeah, he, yeah. he made it run.
0: He uh through it, no? it was eleven. It was eleven eighty for the pizza. And he threw $12 through the doggy door. Gotcha. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know how I missed that part, but I was like, he stole something else again. Pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in the second movie, when we get to it, we're going to find out just how much he steals.
1: <laughs> I can't wait.
0: <laughs> uh, I really didn't take any notes between that and um, when he sets up the booby traps. Um he goes and talks to Santa. Okay, th- this thing it I I got to prepare myself. He goes to the store and the cashier lady is checking on him cuz she's like, "Okay, this is a major red flag. A kid shopping all alone in a store." <laughs> okay, so then he goes and talks to an elf from Santa's workshop who points him to Santa who gets his address and he's like, oh, his family's not there? They don't do anything. And then he talks to old man Marley in the church. Actually gives him some, for being eight, he gives an old man some, like, really solid advice, like, maybe you should call your son.
1: Being in isolation causes you to think deeper than you really need to. I know, right? I've learned that the hard way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I live that every day myself. <laughs> um, but, like, when he was, when him and Marley were, like, talking to each other, he couldn't be like, Well, my family's gone. I wished them away, but so I'm living at home alone. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I wished them away. He'd <laughs> be like, What?
0: <laughs> uh, it d- doesn't work that way, son. <laughs> You can wish in one hand and shit in the other. You tell me which one fills up. (laughs) (laughs) So he gets home and he's like, okay, i got to defend my house. I don't know what time it is. But between then and 9 o'clock, he sets up the booby traps all through the house.
1: It's already dark, so we're going to go ahead and go with, it's probably 7 o'clock. Since since we're going to be in the new time change. 6 to 7, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so that gives him no more than three hours to set this whole house up. I'm calling bullshit.
1: I ca- I told you he's a mastermind of scheming <laughs> and tricks and dangerous <laughs> things of all things. I mean, every single one of these traps, most of them would have at least a 70% chance of you dying. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: When
0: he, he does eavesdrop on them when they they go they actually go to the house and they spy on him c- cutting down part of a tree. And uh he hears he overhears them. Oh yeah, we're gonna hit the house tonight at nine o'clock. But they don't say anything about their plan, but he knows to automatically go to the back door. Is it because he put the the heating element on the front doorknob?
1: You talk about uh, oh, you talk about the uh, the Kevin. very
0: beginning of the booby traps. He he, when he's setting up, he puts that um, that heating element thing on the front on the front door doorknob, and then he has the uh, the BB gun, and he's standing by the back door. Like, how does he know he, they're going to go to the back door? Is his plot well, armor that thick? <laughs>
1: I mean, logically, now, did they actually go to the front door first? That's where my mind... No. Did they start with the back door and then switch over to the front to touch the doorknob?
0: They (laughs) they parked across the street. And then when they went, they went to the back of the house. That would make sense. And then he shot them with the BB gun. And then Harry, Joe Pesci's character, goes around to the front. And when he eventually gets up the slick steps, which I'm going to get to in a second... (laughs) he touches the the doorknob then then he brands the m into his hand
1: yeah so logically uh, kevin i think he knew common sense states you're going to go the back way it's Less the chance of getting caught you won't, you, won't, you know, no one's going to see you generally if you go the back direction okay. so even though now a child his age normally wouldn't think that way but Kevin is a psychopath genius when it comes to trickery and anything else that involves death traps. So he already knew that they were going to come to the back door first, like any stupid thief would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I were the thief, I would, in Kevin's situation, I would start with the front door. <laughs> well, I'm,
0: hey, they, they could have came in a window. They could have they could went have. down to the basement.
1: I would have felt sorry for them, no matter which direction they took. <laughs> uh,
0: but okay, so we established. But be- our our thinking was no earlier than six. So he's putting water down on the steps. Do you think it's going to freeze in three hours? Maybe. I mean, well, we're talking would- we're talking December in Chicago.
1: Then it's the windy city. So. High winds is, plus cold air is going to freeze those things really quickly.
0: And and you got to think of what part of Chicago. Because up by the lake, it gets really cold and really windy. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it really, to me, it depends on where he's at and actually how cold it is. I mean, this was before, you know, the climate crisis.
1: Because, you know, we don't have...
0: I mean, no. I'm not getting into <laughs> it, but
1: <laughs>
0: all I'm gonna say—it
1: you know, it just—it wasn't back that back in that day. It didn't exist, right? All I'm gonna
0: say <laughs> is, since the 70s, <laughs> when people bring up climate change, they've been wrong. <laughs> That's all I'm I, gonna say. I always say the world's gonna do what the world's going to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um. So. And another thing was he's putting pine tar on the steps going from the basement up into the house and he puts that nail there for Ooh. some unlucky burglar and then he goes out. So did he do the pine I'm, I'm assuming it's a montage done out of order for a reason. Just to kind of give you an idea of what he's doing. Because I mean if he's putting pine tar on stairs well he can't go up that way now. So he's well, got to go gotta the other paint. way. So maybe he did the pine tar, and then the last thing he did was ice the steps.
1: Well, we know he's a lot smarter than they are. So once you apply the pine tar, all you gotta do is step off to the side where the snow is on the side of the walkway, and then just go around it.
0: No, the pine tar's are on the uh, inside stairs.
1: Oh, we're still we're going the inside of the house now. We're, I'm still I'm still pat on the frozen sidewalk. Oh, <laughs> hey,
0: we can talk about that too. I
1: don't care. <laughs> Why do people not go around the, the frozen water, the frozen sidewalks? Like all these movies, know. they always freeze and they don't even think to just cross over into the snow where it's not going to slip.
0: <laughs> doesn't want to leave tracks, maybe? <laughs> I, but after they go to the house, it
1: doesn't matter. They're chasing through the snow.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: So now we're back into the house with oh, one the, of, and the one, <laughs> one of
0: One of my favorite things was um, he grabs the handle with his hand, I guess I'll say horizontal. But when you look at it, the M is right side up, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. <laughs> and when he goes, af- after that experience, he goes back to the back door. And I, I don't know what it is about how he did this, but how he hit the doorknob. There's something about that like, I really liked. I don't know what it is. And then he opens the door and gets his head burnt with a blowtorch. I understand it's a comedy movie, but how many people are going to stand there with the door open while their head's being lit on fire? Maybe like, oh.
1: it was a shock. Maybe the shock was causing him just to not know what to do and just stand there like a mindless idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: at, at some point, it's not gonna be the movie. <laughs> There's gonna have to be a little bit of common sense in here.
1: <laughs> they didn't have any. Obviously, <laughs> they were dropped in their heads as children.
0: Uh, now there is definitely something wrong with Marv. He uh, he goes to turn the light on, and gets smashed in the face with an iron. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he just, uh oh. <laughs> And the force of that iron knocks him to the floor. Mm, Do you think that would actually that happen? One. Um,
1: I mean, it does have metal on it. That would hurt, and just I would probably fall to the floor by default, anyways. If something smacked me into the in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but it was flying at his face.
0: It was dropping so. to his face.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> it was gravity was being defied at this moment. Man, maybe fl- it was full it, of it water.
0: <laughs> if it had, if it was full of water, because old irons were like that—you'd put water in it and a button to steam your clothes. That that weight could have really done a number to him.
1: And and it's in it's hotness too. That stuff's hot. Well, it wasn't
0: plugged in. Oh. <laughs> Then we have the unfortunate uh, nail-in-the-foot scene. Oh, that
1: one, I can feel it. <laughs> and, of course, there's no blood, of course, because, you know, when you impale your foot with a nail, you should bleed it, everywhere, it, but, you it's, know, this um, is a pg
0: <laughs> it, It's been proven that the soles of the feet are the toughest part of the body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it went right in
0: all the <laughs> way through. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he just like barely sets his foot on it. Uh. <laughs> it's like he's like trying to sneak up the stairs. One of my absolute favorites was when uh Harry walks through the door, gets covered with glue, and he trips the fan and blows feathers all over himself and then Marv comes in from he makes somehow makes his way up frozen stairs. He comes in with bare feet onto ornaments, and they run into each other. Marv? Harry? Where the hell did you take your shoes off? Why are you dressed like a chicken? I love that. Why are you dressed like a chicken?
1: Can you uh, imagine walking on a bunch of broken ornaments? Oh no! How painful no. that would be! It's like shards of glass. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> do you th- do you think Kevin has a foot fetish?
1: I think he does. <laughs> it's <laughs> a very uh, masochist-style foot fetish. <laughs> he likes to see people writhing in pain. <laughs> on their feet, I think in That is, uh, yeah. And then later, I mean,
0: just a l- little bit later, they chase him to the stairs, and they all they both slip on micro machines, and he took one that we've seen, and he points the back of it up. So I imagine that that felt good going into a foot that's been on broken ornaments and a nail. Plus, walking on ice—that probably affected his feet a little bit—and snow.
1: <laughs> Remember the, uh, the fun of the funny scenes of the uh, chop the rope while the bad guys are climbing across.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was—I I, was—I was actually thinking about this um, when they were on the rope they're like sliding their hands little by little. I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> if they had did it like, a, like a monkey bars on a jungle gym, kind of just swing and then grab the rope, they would have gotten a lot further, and that fall would not have been as bad. <laughs> but I think Marv is right not to go out on the rope i mean he he does but he was like no
1: at first i would have just chosen to run down the stairs out the front door yeah what's the what's the worst you're gonna do?
0: like what's the worst you're gonna do you you've been up and down those stairs you know there's a thing that's gonna trip you
1: and then you can just grove to the snow where it's not going to Fall like you've already made a mess of the house. They already know someone's been in it. You might as well just add a few little footprints while you're at it. Right. <laughs> but no, you're going to shimmy across the rope that you know is going to get cut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like as soon <laughs> as because they
1: mastermind s- is here.
0: <laughs> as soon as they seen him, they should have just let go, and just taken <laughs> the fall to the snow. At least that would have been more cushiony than brick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was a, there was a movie, I wish I could remember what the name of it was, where this kid, he wants to test the paint can thing from Home Alone, and he ended up killing somebody with it. (laughs) He had someone, I really wish I could remember the name of that movie, but he had someone tied to a chair. And he took a paint can and threw it over the railing, Home Alone style, and it like made the guy's head explode, basically. But I mean, it's, oh. it was a it was a horror movie.
1: Oh, it was oh, it was an actual movie. I thought this was like a real life. No, 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 it was a horror movie.
0: And uh, <laughs> um, I just want to know were the paint cans he used full, empty, half full? What he threw them at Marvin Harry. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing they'd be empty, or have very little in them, because they looked
1: pretty been. light. I would say they would have had to have been decorated on the outside to make it look like it had paint, and it's actually empty. Yeah, that would have been too dangerous <laughs> to let that fly. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I don't understand these burglars. He's like, he gets to the treehouse, like I'm calling the cops. He's going to call the cops. He's in a tree house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because they don't have cell phones back then.
0: (laughs) He could have ran in another room, grabbed the phone real quick. But I did like that he messed with them like, oh, I never called him. I'm going to call him from the neighbor's house.
1: He had many opportunities to even... He could have escaped them and gone to a neighbor's house with with (laughs) some of the stuff he did to them. (laughs) Right. But he just enjoyed punishing them
2: <laughs> over
0: and over <laughs> again <laughs> um, I, I was reading that when he goes through the basement of the neighbor's house that was actually filmed at a pool they they made it look like a uh, a basement and then they cut in where he goes up the stairs and they did a really good job on that scene but there's one thing that did worry me because cool. the basement's filling with water, right? Right. There's a lamp that's on <laughs> in the water. Little electrocution. That that that'd been that'd been a really good end of the story. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get away from the burglars. And I'm going into electrified water. Well, I'm done. <laughs>
1: wasn't that the that wasn't the old man's house, was it?
0: No. You remember the annoying little kid at the beginning who was going through their stuff and bugging the airport drivers? Yes. It was his house. Oh. um, But somehow the old man knew or maybe he seen what was happening and he goes to Kevin's rescue. When Harry said that he was going to bite off Kevin's fingers. He actually bit. He actually bit his finger like hard. I, I don't know if like, I don't know what exactly happened in that moment, but yeah, he actually bit down onto Macaulay Culkin's finger real hard
1: in real life. Yes. Oh, that had to have sucked.
0: Yeah. And one thing I did like about uh, Joe Pesci's approach to the movie was he didn't, like when they filmed the first one, he didn't want Macaulay Culkin to know who he was. He wanted him to be afraid of him. And then they were filming the second one and Macaulay went up to him and asked him a question and Joe Pesci just told him to shut up, get out of his face. (laughs) He's like, everyone treats him like he's this little king and I don't. I think he likes that. <laughs> like, yeah, I can get behind that. <laughs> so the police get the wet bandits, the the bumbling burglars. Um, the next day, Christmas Day, um, finally, after this harrowing journey we've never talked about, uh, Kate finally shows up at the house. She flew from... I didn't get all the cities, but... But she got from, she went from Chicago to France to somewhere to Scranton and then rode with Gus Polinski, the Polka King, to Chicago. (laughs) And she's talking to Gus in the back of this budget truck, like a U haul kind of truck. And she says, Do you ever leave your kid on? When you went on vacation, he goes, no, but I left one at a funeral parlor once. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's amazing about that scene? John Candy improvised that.
1: <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> how,
0: how twisted do you have to be to be like, I left my kid at a funeral parlor?
1: That would be horrifying in its own right. I know, right?
0: <laughs> but Kate gets home And she apologizes to Kevin And Kevin's happy to see her And Then the whole family shows up After she's like oh they couldn't make it And uh I love the part where Uh Kevin's like I went shopping yesterday I got milk, eggs, and fabric softener And Buzz is just like Fuck <laughs> like he knows if he says he's gonna get in trouble so he's just like quiet
1: just like bites his lip was that house now this is something i can't remember was that house back in tip-top shape by the time mom got yes. home it, miraculously all that was, damage done
0: it was all cleaned up <laughs> um everything um, like the only thing he didn't clean up was the gold tooth
1: Like, there's no way. Like, it's impossible for a child that age to clean up such a nasty disaster.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's let's look at this one. He had that heating (laughs) element how long on that doorknob?
1: (laughs) It should have melted off.
0: (laughs) So he puts that on at some point while he's at home. Through the night until they're apprehended. Then he takes it off. I don't know what time all of this would have went down. But there is a slight possibility that doorknob still would have been hot. Even just a little bit. Because it was... When the burglars show up, you can see that it is red on the outer doorknob.
1: He did chaotic damage to that house.
0: What about the pine tar on the stairs? How is he going to explain like, that one?
1: It all vanished. It was just magic. <laughs> I'm like, It's like he acquired the skill to fix... Everything that was broken, it had all the proper equipment to remove all the gunk that was on the floor, in probably within just a few hours of mama <laughs> coming home. Like, I don't even, I, it, it didn't really go over the time span of how long it took her to get back home. <laughs> but about there was two no days. way any normal human, even an adult, could clean that up in just the, a few hours.
0: The, the span of the movie is about two days, two, maybe three days. <laughs> That, we're talking from when Harry infiltrates the house to the family coming home. That's about two, maybe
1: three days. Yeah, that was a week's worth of destruction done. And there's no way someone could, a child could clean all that up in just a couple hours. <laughs> or however <laughs> he, long it took. <laughs>
0: he, he called Mr. Clean from the
1: commercials. And the Pine <laughs> Saw Lady. <laughs> I mean that would have even made the movie funnier. The just walking home, and she sees this all this damage done. Right. Just like just like in the, the most recent Home Alone movie, where yeah. spoiler, alert. Mama came home to the disaster. <laughs> I know that is
0: honestly that is one thing I really enjoyed with the new one was. Oh, something went down here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I, I am glad they did not let that go like they didn't magically clean it up like
0: (laughs) see and that's what I was that is what I was expecting was oh we got everything taken care of except for this thing that fell out of the ceiling but everything else is cleaned up like (laughs) I was honestly expecting that and I was gonna I was here gonna call bullshit like really
1: you know but they left it how it was
0: (laughs) um everyone gets home and uh kevin surprises them all that he went shopping and buzz is happy that he didn't burn the house down and then kevin goes and checks through the window on old man marley who's holding his granddaughter he's made up with his son and then you hear buzz's 80 yard voice what'd you do to my room because he left the
1: shelves everywhere oh (laughs) <laughs> he,
0: he broke the shelves took the money then he just left the room
1: <laughs> that's the only part he didn't care to clean up magically on his own was his brother's room that's yeah. right I forgot about that <laughs> uh, I,
0: I love that <laughs> then he just he has this like look of shock on his face like oh yeah
1: oops my bad <laughs> <laughs> there was what some... happened to that spider did it come back
0: I don't know Uh, Marv threw it on Harry and tried to kill it with a crowbar and then it you don't see it past that it jumps off of Harry and then it's just gone
1: that's unsettling in my opinion (laughs) where'd you go
0: gosh it's just uh, just such a it's just a fun movie it really is but
1: But it, it gets so much better in the next one (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think I think the second one's more interesting but there's something about the first one that I really enjoy. I think it's that we're introduced to the whole family and how he's treated and how he has to stand up for the house and everything, you know.
1: Looks like Kevin got to hold of your doors in the background. Possibly.
0: <laughs> uh he he used them for uh for one of his booby traps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're just going to jump to the second one. We were actually texting about this before we recorded. Um I didn't really write anything down until uh the choir scene. That was so
1: funny <laughs>
0: when Okay, I'm just going to be straight up. When Buzz does his little prank on Kevin, holding the candles and acting like he's a drum, I didn't think it was as as hysterical as the audience in the movie.
1: I, yeah, that part was... That was just not funny at all, honestly. I thought that was kind of stupid.
0: <laughs> but then Kevin pushes him, and Buzz throws his arms out to knock two people off the that stand. And... Then everybody else falls around him. I'm like, that wouldn't happen that way. Because if everybody fell, then Kevin would have fell. Then the tree comes down and and hits hits this nice little old piano playing lady. That was hysterical. (laughs) If you slow that scene down and watch it in slow motion when she falls backwards, it's actually a dude with a five o'clock shadow.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. But,
0: if you watch at regular speed, you can't tell.
1: And it didn't look like the way that tree was. It didn't look like it was heavy enough to knock someone down. So I was like, that was over-dramatized. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to think. Because it's
0: flat. And it comes straight down on you. But it pushes you backwards and makes you flip. Like... (laughs)
1: No, nah, I might not do that only, if I was laughing really hard if it hit me like that.
0: <laughs> not only is common sense out of these movies, but physics is also out, as we come to find out later. Absolutely. Um <laughs> And they they go back to the house and then they have this like trial by family.
2: <laughs> Buzz is
0: presenting his I'll case never. like he's a lawyer. <laughs> Mother, father, people Buzz. of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at Kevin. And he's like, "Beat that trout sniffer."
1: <laughs> and my mind immediately went dirty when he said that. I was like, "Ooh, that's dirty." <laughs> <laughs>
0: my mind went dirty too. And we at, we even texted this, and we're like, we're pretty much thinking the same thing, but my view is a little bit different than yours. <laughs>
1: I mean it all went down south when the moment he said that, I was like, ooh, I can ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't be sniffing no trouts in quotes. <laughs>
0: I mean <laughs> I, I'd rather be smelling that as opposed to some other things.
1: I mean, the moment he told him that it was all balls to the walls. He's like, I meant what I did to you on the flyer. <laughs>
0: Since you're all so stupid to believe his lies, <laughs> he started to sound like he's like a southern lawyer. <laughs> and I did love, uh, oh, well, you're going to sleep on the hide bed with Fuller. Yeah. What else is new? You better not wreck my trip. Ah, don't worry about it, Mr. Cheapskate. <laughs>
2: the, just the
0: look... Next, next time you watch it, after that line, just pay attention to the mom's face because she is, like, in utter shock, like, uh. <laughs> and she does go try to talk to him. And he's like, yeah, I'm treated like crap. <laughs> no, that's not true. He apologized. And he called me a trout sniffer. I I don't know why, but I really love that. <laughs>
2: It's just such a random name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I wanna I wanna title this episode as Trout Sniffers Unite. <laughs> he did say to his mom that he'd rather kiss a toilet seat. That was just never, no, not gonna happen. I cannot imagine hmm. anyone doing that.
1: Well, I mean...
0: Like, even, like, the most, like, dirty, disgusting people, I can't even imagine them doing it.
1: As long as it's a clean toilet seat, it's okay. Oh, if it's brand new. Yeah, it's like, he didn't say what kind of toilet seat. Like, if, for instance,
2: he's if gonna it cut had, a-
1: if it had a trout sniffer sitting on the toilet seat, I would not be kissing that toilet seat. <laughs> the trout's on the <laughs> toilet seat, buddy. That'd be that no, gross right there.
0: No trout no. on the toilet seat.
1: If <laughs> <laughs> it was a if it was a toilet seat that was cleaned with like clean uh, Clorox wipes and then all that stuff, zero germs on it, I'd probably kiss it just to get out of the situation. But most likely the they would probably put the trout right on that seat and wipe it down a little bit with that. And then yeah, I wouldn't be kissing that toilet seat.
0: Could you see him going into like Lowe's or Menards or Home Depot? <laughs> Gets a brand new toilet see I love this one. <laughs> I could. <laughs> it'll it'll replace the one I'm gonna blow up in this movie. <laughs> uh, this part doesn't make any sense to me because the um, the dad he unplugs the alarm clock to get another thing unplugged,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but he doesn't think to set the alarm back. So this is, this is his fault. They almost missed the flight to New York or to Florida.
1: Every time, (laughs) like clockwork, (laughs) or not working.
0: (laughs) Um, they get they 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 get to the um, the airport, and again they're running through the airport. Kevin. (laughs) You you even said this, Kevin just like nonchalantly stops and he switches his batteries and he's like, dad, wait up, after they're gone. Then he follows the guy <laughs> to the wrong plane. Like, yep, I could see that happening.
2: <laughs> he gets on. I mean, on.
1: he at least made it past his home this time. He wasn't home alone. He at least made it somewhere else. <laughs> They should have called. It, they shouldn't have really called it Home Alone too. They should have called it <laughs> something else. It was because he wasn't home.
0: <laughs> it was actually going to be called Alone Again.
1: Oh, actually, you know he was at a home. Yeah, by himself. That his uncle's home. A home that was.
0: <laughs> he was in a ho home hotel. <laughs> I'm going to coin that word home hotel, and uh. Then he goes to his uncle's
1: home. But I have an on the plane ride when he when he's going towards New York, and he's talking to that precious French man in the <laughs> on the flight, and he just starts talking to him in absolute French. And he's like, "What?" And he's, he's like, just ignores, puts his headset on, and he's still talking to him. I'm just like, "Well, that's just awkward." Um
2: <laughs>
0: I I was looking up different fun facts about Home Alone 2, and he, I guess what he is saying is something along the lines of, hi, how are you? This is my first time in America. And basically saying that he's a tourist, and he's looking for places to eat, does his parents know places to eat? Like, all kinds of, like, touristy stuff, but he won't, like, stop when Kevin puts the headphones in. <laughs> Kevin weasels his way, and we talked about him being a thief a little bit ago. (laughs) He's got his dad's money, his credit card. He gets himself into one of the fanciest hotels. How much do you think that suite cost?
1: We're not talking just thousands of dollars here. There is way more than just thousands of dollars spent at this hotel.
0: (laughs) Almost... (laughs) As we find out at the end of the movie, $967 just on room service. <laughs> that is insane.
1: But you, did you see what was in that hotel? I mean, they had a stinking.
0: Future president.
1: of candy. Like, there's all yeah. these goodies and junk food in it. Yeah. I'm like. Man, who supplies those hotels with that? That is fantastic. So I was like, I know this place is ritzier than the Ritz. Then,
0: <laughs> then when um, you take something out of the fridge and they go to restock it, they're like, okay, charge that card. So these <laughs> charges probably came up after they checked out.
1: But then it got flagged for fraud. For being stolen. So what are the odds that maybe... He didn't even have to pay those charges. <laughs> that that's,
0: ooh, that's a really good... Th- I didn't think about that.
1: Because I was going through this, I'm like, he stole all that crap, but his dad didn't know he had his cards. It was classified as stolen. Maybe he's not going to be held responsible for something like that.
0: <laughs> There's a good chance. Myself, I was involved in an incident like that where there was a data breach and someone had got my credit card number and bought something and I called the company and they're like okay we'll take the charge off but then they never did I still had to pay the charge and I was furious
1: was the cap- was the company Capital One credit card
0: no <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kevin's got this huge hotel suite and he even sweet talks the lady. And um, Tim Curry he is like super suspicious so he goes to check on him and poses his housekeeping in the middle of the night. <laughs> I've never heard of housekeeping going to your room in the middle of the night.
1: I at first I thought they were going to be the actual true bad guys in this just the way they were behaving every bit of it was sketchy right (laughs) i thought they were like trying to start stealing from him because they're like oh he's loaded with money he's not going to be suspecting we're going to take stuff from him that was what i was going to throw in my head when i was watching this right (laughs) i wasn't thinking that they were going to apprehend him and wait for his parents to come pick him up (laughs) because that was not the impression you get
0: (laughs) rob him throw him out the loading dock (laughs) um but when Tim Curry gets up there, Kevin inflates his Bozo doll.
1: Where did he have that to begin with?
0: <laughs> the mom gave it to him to pack um, before, the, before the choir scene. So he had that in his stuff. Well, wait, really? No, that, that still doesn't make any sense because all of their luggage, <laughs> except for the bags he carried, went to Florida. So did he put it in his backpack?
2: must
1: have been in his backpack. That means that he was using his crazy twisted plotting mind and thinking way ahead in the future. I'm going to need this for some weird reason. <laughs> and That's why I was like, why does he have this? <laughs> so, So what you're positing
0: is he planned to get on a different plane. Because when he runs into the lady, he pushes her arm so she drops everything
1: it's a possibility but you know when he he looked and that one guy that was of course oddly running as well like his family was he was running and his from the back he really did look like his dad yeah (laughs) so he might have honestly thought he was following his dad
0: (laughs) i think he did believe it was his dad but he had to have heard the guy say it was gate h So he had to have been running and seen H and then went the other way.
1: It's that hard to tell. Maybe that was the child in him. That part where children make those kind of flaws. They hear something and they know something, but they don't pay attention and they just recklessly go the other direction.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He, that little schemer, plotted all of this.
1: <laughs> I would not be surprised by this, though. <laughs> um. I mean, I would rather go to New York City than Florida, not the to not modern new york New York City, but back then New York City I would have r- rather gone to than Florida.
0: <laughs> i've I've been to both um at some point, they almost cross paths the the bandits the wet slash sticky bandits, the wet and sticky bandits in sounds too gross. <laughs> You know what else is wet and sticky? (laughs) The trout sniffer. Trout sniffer. (laughs) Um, We see they're on the back of a truck with a bunch of fish. He's like, you smell that? It's like freedom. It's fish. No, it's freedom. No, it's fish. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fish is a very distinct smell.
1: Yeah, and it don't smell like freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe to some it might, but not to me.
0: <laughs> but back to the, the, I, I had to get that thought out because I was trying to figure out in my notes where it was and I realized I didn't take that note. But um, back to the doll. How, okay. <laughs> he has to have an air compressor for a lung. To have gotten that <laughs> Bozo doll completely inflated. Then he had to tie it up like a marionette, play his machine from when he recorded his uncle in the shower.
2: <laughs> the fact that he knew to use it was
1: stupid. I was like, what how <laughs> oh, you put all this crap in your head together and all of a sudden someone you know is about to break into your house, your room, <laughs> takes you no time at all to set up this booby trap.
0: <laughs> oh, I got to use my creepy uncle's song. <laughs>
1: He's the master at pressing the play button, fast forward, reverse. He knows he he presses all the right buttons all at the right time. It's like he knows exactly where in that recorder those scenes are. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that it doesn't is a make genius.
0: it makes <laughs> zero sense. Uh, <laughs> I did like, and I asked you to keep an eye out for this. I don't know if you noticed it, but when we see the hotel that the family stays in in Florida. It says, like, the dolphin something. I don't know. It's something about dolphins. But as it pans over, there's a little red piece that sticks off. And it says, adult films, hourly rate.
1: I saw that, but I didn't get a good look at it.
0: Yeah, it says, <laughs> a, adult films, hourly rate.
1: They were in a, they were in a cockroach inn. They yeah. were From what I looked at. And I was like, this is nasty. This yeah. rich family is in a nasty cockroach inn. Mm-hmm. Made no sense. <laughs> and then you got, you got poor little Kevin who has hijacked his dad's card. Is in the most ritziest hotel on the planet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and um, I was even looking this up. Um, because uh, Donald Trump makes an appearance in it. A very small cameo.
1: I didn't see Donald Trump at all. In the, uh, fil- in, in the Disney film, in the Disney Plus version, really? That's because I I didn't. I swear I didn't. I, and I didn't even have any distractions on. I was watching the movie all the way through. I did not see Donald Trump at all. Wow. They cut they cut that scene out apparently.
0: Wow. Well, I know for the longest time when they aired it on TV, they cut out the scene of Kevin at the top of the World Trade Center towers.
1: I didn't see that either. Apparently. Um. For the
0: longest time after the 9-11 attacks in 2001, uh, they cut that scene out, and they later put it back in in like 2018,
1: I think it said. But wow, that's, that's so weird. Yeah, I did not see him at all. I would, that would have stuck out really like a sore thumb.
0: Yeah. But anyway, back in the 90s, Donald Trump actually purchased the Plaza Hotel. I forget when in the nineties. I think it was after the movie was filmed, but he had he had made a purchase of the hotel. Then he ended up selling it, but he maintained. Um, I don't know what it's like what the legal term is, but he was on the team that came up with the policies for the hotel.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: And I bet I'm gonna have listeners freaking out because we've said Donald Trump like 20 times.
1: They can get over it just like anybody else, right? Don't be so sensitive.
0: A <laughs> <Hey>, freaking man. Amen, <laughs> hey, dude. I off topic. I've never understood how you could just say somebody's name and watch somebody else's head explode.
1: It's a real gift these days.
0: Like what the hell? Who's their minds? back to the movie Um, (laughs) Kevin he's practicing his cannonball and you see him come up in the pool still holding his legs like he comes down and he starts floating up Mm -hmm. and then you see a shot of the top of the water where his pants have came off are you sure? yeah
1: maybe they cut that out
0: they cut everything out of Disney Plus you only get uh, the beginning credits and the end credits, with a an hour and a half or two hour blank screen between.
1: Yeah, it was the full. It was a two hour movie, but there, I guess, those quick little scenes they cut out.
0: There, there's a scene where he goes to jump in a pool and he asks um, these guys. Yes, the
1: old men for permission. Which that, I saw all of that and. Right. I thought the woman was going to get splashed. To be honest, I forgot about that scene. And then, she didn't get splashed.
0: And then he jumps in. And then immediately it shows him in the water coming up. And Bye. then then it shows the top of the water where her shorts are floating across the top.
1: Yeah, that part wasn't there. Wow. Um, it it showed him coming up slowly, but then the scene switched.
0: Huh. <laughs> I watched him on DVD because I don't have access to Disney right now.
1: Well, the DVD would have the uh, original footage. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the thing about any streaming services. They have full control over what is displayed versus the original content that was meant to be there. Right. And it's it take it kind, of, it's kind of sad to not see the original way it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's their censoring. And, of course, you, I feel like they shouldn't be censoring that. We're um, in 2021 right now, and we see way worse things on modern Disney shows than you see in these old movies. There are things I do believe should be censored. Um pants falling off in a swing pool that you can't even see but just trunks floating. That's right. Silly. <laughs> it's to
0: intend a joke. And that's the thing that really fucking pisses me off is no one can take a joke anymore. Nope. <laughs> like, fucking grow up. Um, I cuss a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's it's like the series I'm doing called Still Game. Um, they One of the episodes, the two main characters... The two main characters in Still Game, in one of the episodes, they take a new anti-depression pill, and they drink on top of it. And one of the side effects is it colored their skin. They actually had like, you know, paint on, their face, their hands, and that was you know that that's intended as a joke, a sight gag. Today, it would offend everybody.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> or um, we we've watched a few episodes together. If you you've probably found something in just those, if you remember them, just little things that would offend people.
1: <laughs> pretty much, nah, Don't take, I don't get offended easily when I watch things. In fact, I find a lot of things hilarious.
0: Cause they're meant to be hilarious. <laughs> um but everyone's going so woke that they're losing what makes comedy comedy. They're losing what makes a superhero a superhero. Uh they're losing what makes a movie a
1: movie. And it's ridiculous. Um they want they just want real life all the time and I personally get don't like it.
0: <laughs> they uh, one of the guys on YouTube I watch who, re- who reviews movies, he, he said it perfectly. Um, all movies and writers and producers want to do today is push the message. You know, equality, everyone's rights, racism, uh, anything. We have to push our own narrative, and that's what's going to fill seats. That doesn't fill seats. <laughs>
2: <Nope>. <laughs>
0: like when they did Captain Marvel, everyone's like, "You have to go see it." It's the first mainstream uh, female superhero Marvel movie. That's exactly <laughs> why I didn't go see it. And I watched
1: I, it when it was on it was streaming on Disney Plus. That's when I watched it, and it was it wasn't bad, but I could. It was just I was like, whatever. They turned a male to a female character.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: And I was like, "Whatever." <laughs> like,
0: well, I I've never seen that movie, but from what I've seen about it, is that it's just bad, and she has amazingly thick plot armor because she's a woman.
2: It's I almost, mean, I just
1: saw it as it was. Inter- it wasn't a bad movie, but is it it, I wouldn't write whole about it it
0: It's like Ray from the new Star Wars trilogy, uh dressed up for Marvel. She can do anything, say anything, whatever. we don't care. She's untouchable uh that was a bit of a rant <laughs> So let's get back to the movie. They go in the toy store or uh well, yeah, I guess Kevin and Marvin Harry are all in there I, I'm guessing at the same time. Kevin he's talking to the owner but like you said he doesn't know he's the owner and when he sees the picture of Mr. Duncan he turns around and he's just gone
1: and that's literally the end of the, you don't see him ever again the rest of the movie yeah you do you see him at the end I didn't see him at the end did they remove that too um, oh, wait a minute was it at the very very end like, uh,
0: <laughs> when the cops are at his store about the break-in, he's there at the store for that.
1: Oh, I didn't see him there. <laughs>
0: I think that's something you may have missed.
1: I thought this was a, There is a great possibility at that point. <laughs> um,
0: but after he comes out of the store, he's standing there looking at a map, and Marvin and Harry are back by the store, like by the, by the front door of the store, and he's by the road. And you can see enroll small cursive letters, K McAllister. And Harry can spot that from across that large section of sidewalk.
1: Harry's gifted. He's got special powers.
0: It's like he's got really good eyesight. He's like um Kohaku and Doctor Stone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good T V series, by the way. <laughs> I I'm reading the manga. I've I watched a few quite a few episodes
0: of the anime for it. It it's a really cool story. I'm really enjoying it. Um back at the Florida Hotel, uh Kate gets the phone call of Oh hey, your stolen credit card's been found. We know where Kevin is. Where's he at? New York. He's in New York. That's that's all that's said is New York. Then you hear Fuller yell, New York City. Yeah." Now, I'm going to explain <laughs> something here. He, The guy on the phone didn't say New York City. Kate didn't say New York City. They said New York. That's the name of the state.
1: But, you know, nobody really thinks about the state.
0: When no. you say
1: New York, they only think about the city, which is right. usually what I think of. And, and heck, New York has two um, specific zip codes there's two different separate se- sections in New York. Yeah. It, I think it's a lot more complicated than most states. It is. <laughs> there's New York State, and then there's, then there's New York. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's New York City, and then there's New York State, and one is within the other, but they're both completely separate.
1: <laughs> but I don't ever associate with other than New York City when I think of New York. <laughs> yeah. I don't think of the the broad spectrum where there's actual possible like countryside and outskirts. I never think of those sections
0: right <laughs> um Kevin he's found out by Tim Curry, who's like so full of himself because of it. um he gets his stuff he he does his little movie playing magic tricks and fools the people the concierge and Cliff.
1: That was a disaster.
0: (laughs) What I don't get is everyone hears all this gunfire and they come out of their rooms and they're laying on the floor and they're like, there's no bullet holes anywhere.
1: I like how he's mentioning all these names. And then all of a sudden they see when he mentions Cliff, they all stare at him like, ew.
2: (laughs) Uh, it was like a
1: dirty scene and I didn't even think about it when I was younger, but I was like, this is dirty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: but after this, Kevin escapes the hotel and he's basically on his own. And at night he's walking the street and there's two hookers. Uh, uh, and she says, You want someone to read you a bedtime story? And I literally wrote, "Is she trying to proposition Kevin?"
1: It, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, as
0: as dirty as this movie's gotten, that that's a little bit over the line.
1: But but the way the cameras were angling, and the way he his it was going on what his perception was of these people. Yeah. So it almost seemed like. Possibly they weren't even saying those things to it, but in his head, it's what it looked like he was saying to him because he felt threatened by each and every single one of those people, including the cab driver. I'm like, Yeah, he has it this looked like, like he was actually talking.
0: <laughs> it's got this like obscured vision of what he's actually seeing, he's seeing like the dark side of things, but who knows? Because I mean, he saw those
1: prostitutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he sees prostitutes. He knows it's it's two ladies of the night uh, standing there smoking cigarettes and then like teasing him. But there's the possibility that they could have meant to proposition him. <laughs> which is very disturbing to think about. Then he, the, the, was it a homeless guy? Who yells, yes. who yells watch it kid and laughs at him?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a homeless guy. <laughs>
0: Um, and then there's the cab driver like you mentioned who's got like one eye <laughs> it's not much better kid <laughs> you know what would make that scene so much better what? if they had Billy Bob Thornton play his character from Sling Blade say that
2: oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, not much better here kid mm. you got french fried potatoes
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Kevin meets the pigeon lady and that's all we know her as because um, I never caught her name but he is like again wise beyond his years and gives her solid advice like so someone broke your heart whoop-de-doo you still have it <laughs> You're still a nice person.
1: (laughs) And once again, loneliness creates this magical wisdom, (laughs) right? (laughs) And that's
0: something. Well, I'll talk about later. Um, So they talk, and we we see this time frame. It is nine o'clock. Harry and Marv told him they were hitting the toy store at midnight. So he has three hours to booby-trap his uncle's house, get to the toy store to catch him, and to lead them on a chase away from there.
1: It's impossible, especially when it comes to the, tra- the traveling on foot.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't know how these things are compared to, like, what, what side of town is this? What side of town is this? Is it, like, three blocks away? Is it around the corner? Like we don't know this. And he has some like ingenious traps in this one.
1: <laughs> They're dangerous, that's for sure. What was uh, it he poured in the toilet? You know that had to have been gasoline of some sort, because it blew up. It didn't have fire an, hit it.
0: It didn't have an odor to it. And that's um, the, I I I can't vodka? think of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If he had access to an alcohol bath.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a, like a, like a kerosene or gasoline, something like that, that doesn't have an odor. And I can't remember what it's called, but he pours that in the toilet. And, uh, he, he has his.
1: It is kerosene.
0: It is kerosene.
1: It's kerosene.
0: I thought so. Well, that doesn't make any sense because they could smell it on the rope.
1: Maybe he was using gasoline for the rope.
0: No, he, he has a bottle of kerosene on on the roof.
1: Well, maybe, well... It might t- just well, be for the movie. The guy stuck his head in the toilet, he was thinking mainly of his head at the moment. So you're not going to think about what smells in the area when your head's burning on fire you just see, liquid, well, look. Well,
0: if you smell something that smells like gas, you're going to be like, I have to stay away from that.
1: What, what would you do, though, if your head was on fire and you saw liquid? You're, you're in a panic at this point. All sense of direction well, and common sense is gone.
0: Well, <laughs> I already know my first instinct is not to do a handstand on a toilet.
1: Yeah, but I would be ripping that hat off. Yeah. Wait, is that hat glued on his head? No. So I would have ripped the hat off if it was on fire.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I did like when it happened. He's like,
2: he did it again. He did it again.
1: <laughs> uh, Flashbacks PTSD. <laughs>
2: um,
0: Kevin, when he was at the store, he bought this stuff called like monster spray or monster something. And that's what he puts on the floor, that that green stuff on the floor of the basement. And when <laughs> and that's what he puts on the paint roller when he puts it on the ladder. I never knew what that was until I was reading uh facts from i m d b about the movie, and that's when I finally noticed that when Harry goes around to the back to jump on the to try to get in and he grabs the ladder and falls. it looks like someone just like drops jello on his head.
1: That's what I saw I was like I was like so I
0: was like so he made that. I was like, he made Jello and put on there. Like I thought that for years, but no, it's this like spray foam spray stuff that he bought at the toy store. And he's like, I'm gonna need this. <laughs> you know, he had to have planned that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he. Catches them in the act of breaking into the toy store, takes their picture, and this is where physics comes out of the picture again. Um <laughs> Harry jumps on the board and Marv follows. Harry is launched into the air, he does a flip, lands in like demolishes a car. That's not what would happen in real life. That's not real physics. Definitely not. That's that doesn't have anything to do with common sense. That's <laughs> cartoon physics, right? <laughs> Bugs Bunny wrote that scene. Uh, they chase him down. He uh, climbs up to the top of the building. He throws bricks at him.
1: <laughs> That's one of the funniest scenes. <laughs> I love that.
0: You throw down your camera. Oof. <laughs>
1: He kept dodging anytime time, but his friend got hit every time. <laughs> you know, if Kevin was
0: uh, smart, he would have threw two bricks. So he throws one, the guy sees the search turning, then he throws the other one, he would have turned around into it. I think that would have been better, but that's just me. Um, I did like, he's like, how many fingers am I holding up? Eight. Eight? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> uh, Wait, you're fine. Continue. <laughs>
0: after this this is when harry goes around to the back and he slides off the ladder and marv gets the unpleasant task of going through the front door
1: oh that went ooh, that one. i got cringed a bit on that that, oh. that staple gun ooh. yes the groin the rump and the nose
2: <laughs>
0: um, i did like when he finally gets up he kicks the door in yells that he's at the top And he falls to the basement.
1: That was my favorite.
0: (laughs) Um, One of my favorites was Harry when he finally gets up to the back door he opens it and he drops a bunch of tools on his head.
1: All the bag of power tools?
0: Oh no, it was just like wrenches and stuff. And he's yelling at the kid you gotta do
1: better than that.
0: Okay, I'll drop a bunch of wrenches on your head. (laughs) Two of the things I really didn't like was the scene where Marv steps in that green stuff and then he can't like stop sliding. But then he does stop for a second and then he waves his arms and he falls on his back. And you can clearly yeah, tell he is being pulled.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that was like there's no way he could fl- fly down that fast. Yeah, from that fall. <laughs>
0: Then we had one of my favorites, the electrocution scene.
2: <laughs> his, when he's a
0: skeleton, his afro is so much bigger. Electricity <laughs> makes the hair grow. Um, I'm just trying to think of other things that happened. Um, he, We mentioned he lit Harry's head on fire again. Um,
1: the climbing up the stepladder was so funny because it was already partially cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she does that yeah. funny yell. <laughs> the one thing I
0: want to know is he comes straight down with his hands like this, like grasping the ladder. Did he crush his fingers? Um, I mean, Do you think he would have? It's oh, Marv, right? No, Harry, on the ladder scene when the ladder breaks.
1: Marv was the one. Marv was in the basement. Is Marv the goofy short one or the tall one?
0: Marv's the tall one. Oh, that wait, gets covered in paint, And electric. Gear.
1: Yes, that, yes. Okay.
0: Um, Harry, he's on the ladder and it breaks, and he goes straight down. And I wonder if it like crushed his fingers a little bit.
1: I mean, logically, most likely, unless he somehow got took his hands off it in time, but something got crushed. When Marv
0: scrambles up to him. Uh, he still has a firm grip on the ladder.
1: Well, then maybe they get crushed. <laughs> know, he
0: acted like it didn't bother him. They go up the stairs. They avoid the paint cans. <laughs> but then they got hit with that little metal bar thing.
2: Oh,
1: that was so painful to look at.
0: <laughs> Every time I see that scene, it looks like it's coming down and hitting them in the mouth. Oh! Then they fly backward. Imagine. They fly backward, hit the paint cans, and then they land in the basement. They should have been on, un- like, being like, we should leave this kid alone. <laughs> then he cuts that rope and drops it on him.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, they finally get up, and is that when he leads them to the tool chest?
1: I believe so, and of course, they're listening in behind the door. Okay.
0: Again, this is not real physics. That's <laughs> not what would happen.
1: It is, it is pushing them all the way.
0: <laughs> that that would have fell and then hit the door and open and then went face down. Like the
1: it just kept on rolling.
0: <laughs> it, it comes down and then it stands up And then pushes them against the wall. (laughs) It's like, dude, I swear, when I watched that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, there was one guy, he would jump down, like he was doing like a a missile drop kick. He would fly all the way down, and then sideways. (laughs) And I was like, this is like Home Alone 2 physics. (laughs) They chase him up to the roof, Kevin climbs down the rope safely, and then Harry gets on the rope. Uh, no, no, Marv threw a brick at him, but missed, which made him mad. I'm like, you knew it was going to happen. Uh, Harry gets on the rope. He's like, all right, you're climbing down too. And I'm, I'd be like, no. <laughs> so he Marv finally gets on the rope. And <laughs> Kevin, the little psychopath that he is, lights the rope on fire. What would you do at that point?
1: Well, climb up. It's either climb burn down. Your head. Well, you. I would cl- try to climb back up as fast as I could, or jump to the somewhere to try to grab onto something else because it's going to hurt burning your hands.
0: See, what I would have done if I was stupid enough to get to climb down the rope, I would have. There's a way you can like lock your legs, okay, and then just slide down the rope, and there's you know grab at times so you don't slide all the way down and you just go down in spurts. That's what I would have done. i have been a little bit closer to the ground for that fall. <laughs> but then again, these guys aren't the smartest. And no. and we're in the... <laughs> and we have the um, privilege of watching it on a screen instead of living
1: it. Yeah, because you don't know what you're going to do in the heat of the moment. Right. <laughs> the family gets to
0: New York, and they get to the hotel. And I love this scene where they're talking to the concierge and the lady and, and uh, Rob Schneider. And <laughs> at one point in the conversation, Tim Curry says something to Kate. And she slaps him across the face with a glove.
1: That's because they said, it's too dangerous in this big city for you to be going by yourself. Right. And she's like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the only thing that went through my mind then was, she just challenged him to a duel. (laughs) 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 Ten paces at dawn, motherfucker. (laughs) They go off. Uh, Kevin, he calls 911 from a payphone. He's running from him. He slips on ice. They get him. Oh, I I didn't mention they get covered in wood varnish from falling. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anyway, they get covered in wood varnish, which is very important. And they finally catch up to Kevin. They take him into the park. They're going to kill him. The gun's clogged with all kinds of wood varnish. (laughs) (laughs) Then Pigeon Lady comes up Here comes
1: to save the day
0: <laughs> throws birdseed on him the pigeons come Kevin he lights off his fireworks and goes and hides and they get taken to jail um, then Kate she's still looking for Kevin and she goes up to an officer and he blows her off did you file a report? yeah we'll take care of it and she's like not doing this nope you're doing your job Fatty <laughs> Um, she finally realizes where Kevin is because in this movie he has this huge love of Christmas trees that he never had in the first movie Um, she goes and sees him they make up, they go back to the hotel and the next morning Christmas morning Mr. Duncan brought in people on Christmas day to wrap presents and take them to the hotel. Now, here's my big question: How did he know everyone's names? He knows Kevin, because Kevin wrote him a letter. He pro—he used the Plaza uh, Hotel paper, so he could have called the hotel. But wouldn't they have only have had the parents' names?
1: Well, that's a lot of behind-the-scenes things, then. But, that, but it would have been a the surprise. These are the things that matter. <laughs> but that, in that case, it would have been a surprise. They shouldn't have known any of those children's name. Based- right.
0: Unless he just put, like, Kevin's family.
1: mean, <laughs> Maybe they did.
0: Kevin's mom, Kevin's dad, Kevin's brothers, Kevin's sisters. <laughs> oh, I didn't know his cousins were there. I'd have labeled them that. <laughs> <laughs> Frank is adamant. Like, don't open mine. <laughs> you know, there's no animosity between Kevin and Buzz right now. I'm sure there is later. Uh, like later <laughs> in their lives. Um, Kevin, th- no. Okay, for someone who was just lost in New York, and they they literally flew from Florida to New York to find him, make sure he's okay. They don't see him sneak off. They're like totally oblivious of that. Did you notice that?
1: They're always oblivious to him.
0: He literally, <laughs> he's going to open his present and he just puts it down and slinks away. And they're just busy with their presents.
1: It's the most distracted family on the planet, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <clears throat> then then he goes and gives Pigeon Lady a turtle dove so they can remember each other forever. And that's the end of Home Alone 2. <laughs> Um, a few things I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, between this, okay, story-wise, between one and two is one year that passes. Kevin ages from eight to ten. He had two birthdays in one year, according to the storyline. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now in Home Alone four. Sometime after the events of the second movie, the parents are separated, looking at a divorce. He's lost siblings. He only has one brother and one sister now in Home Alone 4. And he is now the age of nine. Does that make any sense storyline-wise?
1: and it's is it's spu- and it's supposed to be based on the 1 and 2 right for um it's or based it
0: a- it's based on the family and um it's Marv and his wife now. Harry's out of the picture. <laughs> um but the dad is living with his fiance and the mom is living wherever she's living. So it's still It's still within. It can be seen as still within the universe of one and two. It doesn't make sense to go from eight to ten to nine, and the story just keeps moving forward. (laughs) This storyline's more confusing than Kingdom
1: Hearts. That's a complex game system. (laughs) Ooh, that's that story. I don't even like to even think about the Kingdom Hearts story.
0: It takes a little bit of research to get everything pieced together.
1: They even have it in order for you now.
0: <laughs> I've actually played it in story order. Except for a couple of games because those games suck.
1: Um, have you ever seen Home Alone 3? The one with the brown haired boy? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that one. It was totally completely different from everything else. Yeah. It was the unwanted stepchild. <laughs> Um, he is, he is treated poorly. They think he like
0: makes everything up and then like, like, I don't know, like a criminal organization is trying to steal a toy from him because it's got some kind of like microchip in it that they want or they're supposed to get for their boss. And the traps he sets up are, I, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. But I remember the traps using a lot of green screen. There, <laughs> <laughs> there is one in Home Alone 3 that I did like was where he put the trampoline over the pool. So when they go to jump like someone like jumps out a window or something, he goes for the trampoline. It's rigged to rip and he goes into <laughs> the pool. <laughs> I did like that one. Um I've never seen Home Alone five. Never seen Home Alone four, just a little bit of research on it, but now we have Home Alone six, Home Sweet Home Alone, which so you alluded funny. to earlier. Um, I didn't, I didn't mind that movie. I, it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be.
1: <laughs> it was funny. I <laughs> those traps were pretty deadly.
0: <laughs> oh, he! Spoiler alert! He shoots her in the face with. Uh, well he doesn't actually shoot her He, he rakes something to shoot uh, It looks like nerf bullets With darts in the end
1: <laughs> Yeah I was like those are vicious
0: <laughs> He shoots a pool He shoots pool balls At, at the guy's head <laughs> Gives him a huge like goose
1: egg Then They have these big These big uh Icicle <laughs> spikes Coming from the house <laughs> Hitting the vest <laughs> coming <going> underneath. <laughs> he
0: he could have killed that guy with ice many times. <laughs> um, he set her feet on fire. Um, the one thing that did not make sense to me was when he put the Mentos in the Diet Coke.
1: <laughs> she was blocking the crap out of that stuff. It was like a CG uh, t- assault film.
0: <laughs> like, if you ever, have you ever done the Mentos Diet Coke thing?
1: I don't want to get. It's a dirty process because it goes everywhere.
0: Okay. It reacts instantly. The second you drop some in, it explodes.
1: It didn't do that with him. No, He was able to cover it fast enough and drop it down for her to blow up in her face.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then she turns into Captain America wielding a trash can shield.
1: (laughs) And blocked on... She's deflecting all of the sodas coming at
0: her. Um, But those uh those cg coke bottles they it really took me out of that um cuz what i think would actually happen is he would throw it down and it would just explode out but i mean it has to be it has to be a fun movie um there's a part where she grabs a yoga ball and he hits <laughs> her with something and she just like flies straight back i was like
2: that was so funny
1: the, the, it was so stupid, though.
0: The way it looks, like really <laughs> took me out of it. I I don't want to say why they did it, like why they were breaking into his house, because I don't I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. Uh, it's, streaming Di- a it's streaming on whole It's streaming on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Home sweet home alone. Um, but the ending just kind of was like, eh. I I didn't care for the ending too much um
1: wrapped it up in a nice perfect yeah. little bubble. <laughs> well,
0: like you said, like like you said the mom makes it home and she sees the devastation of the house and I really enjoyed that. But then it's like
1: oh, hey, w- we're all best friends now. See th- th- that was it, that reminded me of sort of like in Homeland 1 where the house is magically cleaned up. Mhm so this is how these people they're magically back to the normal the guy has all his teeth again <laughs> <laughs> everything <like, laughs> mean, all these things everything is well put together again <laughs> with that family <laughs> um,
0: there's a couple things I wanted to say about then we'll wrap up <laughs> Devin Ratray I probably said his name wrong he reprises his role of Buzz McAllister
1: I saw that. That was that was actually kind of impressive.
0: And this is um, where it ties into the first two movies. He is now a cop, and he looks like he's a POS cop.
1: Yes, yeah, he's a useless cop.
0: <laughs> and he's like, oh, my brother Kevin makes this home security system, <laughs> which is what the family uses. And I never picked up on that. Like, I never saw the name McAllister on it, but I wasn't paying super close attention either.
1: So in other words, his brother made it big.
0: Yeah. He makes home security (laughs) systems. And he's like, well, we did kind of leave him on his own twice when he was young. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other thing I wanted to bring up? Okay. So we're in a time of cell phones, right? And this is a, you can tell, obviously this is a rich family. Right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So the whole family flies international, leaves him alone, but he doesn't have a cell phone? (laughs) They just moved in. They don't know their neighbors, but their whole family doesn't, like, their kids don't have cell phones? I don't
1: believe that. (laughs) I mean, it's possible some parents don't give their young children cell phones until they're res- responsible enough to have it yeah that's true because they're i mean they are expensive phones to have so i wouldn't want my five-year-old
2: just, heck
1: just even a 10 a, year a nine or 10 year old having a nice modern phone just get him a track phone. one of those cheapy ones yeah the, the yeah, cheaper just little, smartphones
0: just get him a little track phone by minutes every month or two months or whatever and if you need to get a hold of him you can get a hold of him he doesn't have to have the brand new iphone
1: but it was it was funny that he didn't have any kind of communication device. The only thing he had was the Homebot, <laughs> and that, was that doesn't so do funny anything. With speaking German. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! I kind of wish we actually got to see Kevin in the new one. Oh, that would have been that would have been so cool. Hysterical. Granted, it wouldn't be Macaulay Culkin, but you know, you see what you know. See this little kid who went from being setting up booby traps to owning this company, making home what security heck, they systems. They could have
1: made it Macaulay Culkin. They could have, because <laughs> he would be an adult now and he had it with his company. Um, they that that actually would have been really cool to do that.
0: To have have him do like a cameo. He goes to the house and sets up booby traps for the kid. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a cameo. <laughs> that, that was something I wanted to bring up. Um, uh, not the cameo thing. Something just popped in my head. Um, in the second movie, he doesn't clean up his uncle's house that's being renovated.
1: He cleans up his house. Doesn't clean up his uncle's house. <laughs> well, honestly, that house was already in gross shape to begin with.
0: That, that's why they were I renovating the, it.
1: I was like, I was thinking about when I saw that house that said it's under renovation. I'm like, why is it looked like it was, someone blew something up in it? Like their floors were, had huge holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that's man. bad damage that was done to it. <laughs> I mean, he realized there's no point in cleaning this one up. It was already a mess when I got there.
0: Yeah. Well, he also kind of, couldn't do it either because I mean from when he left he probably went straight to that Rockefeller Center Christmas tree and then went back to the hotel with his mom unless he went back and cleaned up the stuff we didn't see yeah behind the scenes he cleaned this whole house in 20 minutes What's your preference, movie one or movie two? Mm, I actually like movie two more than movie one. A lot of people say that. I think it's more interesting. But there's something more, like, homely about the first one.
1: That's oh, because it's at home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> in the second one, we already know our characters. In the first one, we're learning about them. And we're already seeing just how horrible this family is. You will never change my mind on how bad this family is.
1: <laughs> oh, this family's horrible. <laughs> they were they wouldn't be allowed to own children in reality.
0: <laughs> See Old Man Marley would call CPS. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could go either way. I think I think my my preference is the first movie, though. But I do also like the second one a lot. I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else, Jesse? I think I am out
1: of things to discuss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, then this wasn't too bad. I mean, we we did kill two hours.
1: We sure did.
0: alright um well I can record my wrap up later and uh maybe in the future I can get you back on
2: <laughs> maybe <laughs> um you are welcome back on just so you know <laughs>
1: oh how kind
0: how kind <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse, well well, thanks for jumping on here with me.
1: You are welcome, Donald. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too, buddy. Just
0: want to give Jesse a big thank you for coming on the show again. There was some talk that some people may have found offensive. It wasn't intended intended to offend, but that's just an extra bonus. Uh, of course, I'm joking. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. There's a Discord. The link is in the description. You can email me, EPSOFTV at gmail.com. And have a Merry Christmas, everyone.